anybody else so bad at saying no? And like, I listen, I, I'm a person that kind of knows themselves and what they want, but even saying the word N-O sometimes feels so uncomfortable, right? Well, Leah, our therapist friend, is on here today to help things feel a little bit easier, how to get better at saying no. And uh, we're going to do that with our Mental Health Monday today on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yo, thank you for being here. Um, we just FYI, this podcast, and I, not that it, I don't even know this matters, but I feel like everything is happening in somewhat real time on our podcast. And so when it's not, I almost feel guilty. Like I need to be like, hey, by the way, this wasn't actually recorded the night before. So if something feels out of date, because technically if you follow me on Instagram, you're like, oh wait, he's in New York right now. Like what? Uh, so just FYI on that. Three principles on our show. Live, laugh, love your mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Um, <laughs> just chatting away over here. Uh, we <laughs> <laughs> this show is being recorded on Thursday. I want to be honest with you about that. I'm in I'm in New York as we speak right now. I'm taking a long weekend, and I, I'm sure I explain this on Friday's show. Um, but so we, I didn't want to go quote unquote best of uh, or essentials episodes. So I was like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna put together a full week of shows here, but we're gonna cram it in. So my mom's over here. We're, we're you know we just got done recording Thursday's show, mm-hmm. and uh, you're just chit chatting away. And I'm like, we got it. We got it. We got another show to do here, people. <laughs> We got another show. Get to with do. it. Get with yeah, it. Get it's with showtime. It. We can't. Yeah, this is showtime. No this time for chit chat. No I mean, chit chat. Uh-uh, what were you even chit chatting about? Ever? What were you uh, chit chatting no, about? No. You, don't, you don't even know, dude. <laughs> um, my mom's had a glad. This is a. Uh, if you remember Thursday's episode with Ask My Mom, she was uh, getting a little loopy there towards the end of uh, two classes. I can always tell the shows you have glasses of wine and ones you don't. By the way, it's you can becoming quite yeah quite evident. Am um, I more fun? Uh, it's just, it's just that the, they just run longer. I can always tell oh, like if you're to the point or if you're just kind of <laughs> loosey goosey. <laughs> a little jabbery, just a okay. little jabbery. Okay. I'll um, stop. So obviously there's so many things that we need to be talking about right now that we can't because we're not happening. This is not <laughs> happening in real time. So right. obviously I'm right now I am, let me think I'm in New York. Um, and I'll be back on Tuesday night. So I'll be back tomorrow night. So we'll have a new show. And by new, I mean like up to date show mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we'll be able to back to like in real time. So I'll be able to tell you about my New York trip. And the only reason I'm really going up here is just to, I haven't been to, I haven't been to New York in years. Mm, um, so I, the last time I think I went up there was, well, it's not true. I've been, I've been to New York twice. Uh, I was my high school girlfriend mm-hmm. to my, demise I was heartbroken to find out that she was going to go to NYU so I'm this little Georgia boy I'm going to Georgia Southern University which is like (laughs) is that even is even accredited anymore I don't even know it's like a real school (laughs) 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 but Georgia Southern is like you know everybody's got that one school like that's that's Georgia Southern in Georgia okay like it's it's like you know just the one it's just there it's there it's like a catch-all uh so that's where i went she went to new york uh nyu for film no not film i don't remember what she went to school for she went to nyu uh acting i don't remember um so yeah so that my my first experience ever going to new york was to uh to go see her and i remember like this is the first time i'd ever been out of the south ever and i was like so shocked at like 
what life was like in New York compared to, to Georgia. Like uh-huh. it was like the fact that nobody said hi to each other freaked me out. <laughs> and now like at each other, <laughs> they don't each other. You don't make eye contact. Uh-uh. You don't, you know, you don't do anything. You don't cross no. paths with people. You just mind your own no. business. And you keep walking. Right. But I wasn't right. used to that. So like, I wanted to like say hi to everybody. I feel like I was buddy the elf from the elf movie. Right. Cause I wanted to just be like, Oh my God. You know, like, Oh my God, here we are. Like I'm, I'm in New York. Look at this. And they're all like, get out of the way. You're in the middle of the street. Uh, so <laughs> that was my first experience. And I just remember feeling extremely over. I guarantee you, if I had to predict how I'm feeling right now, this is this, this show is happening in real time. I'd have to predict that I'm extremely tired right now. Cause I remember mm-hmm. New York, wears me out so fast oh yeah it wears me out energy is so electrifying and you get caught up in it and while you're there you are in it and you are rolling and so yeah you get on that plane you're like dead yeah (laughs) oh yeah so yeah so i that's like that's the one thing i remember my feet hurt so bad so i guarantee you as the introvert I'm like, I'm ready. I'm probably ready to come home right now. You know, like I'm ready to like pack it up. I've been there for, th- I get there Friday mm-hmm. uh, and uh, probably I think three o'clock on Friday I get there. I'm taking the train from Baltimore up to uh, um, uh, New York. And then I'm sure by now after doing this, I'm like ready to, <laughs> ready to, uh, to come on back. Um, so things that I will have done as of right now is I am, going to see Jersey Boys the musical mm-hmm. on Friday. Fun. And then I'm going to go see um Book of Mormon on Saturday. So Such a great show. Should be uh it should but I guarantee you I'm tired. Like I'm guarantee you like mm-hmm. if, if we know me like we know me. I'm probably like, <laughs> all right. Let's like let's wrap today up. And I'm trying and I don't know cuz as of right now I I'm on the waiting list for tickets to go see Jimmy Fallon for today. Oh, but I don't know if I, this waitlist process is crazy because, and if you've ever gone to like a TV show taping, it's all, they're all the same. They're always just chaos. Um, you basically have to like, wait, 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 wait. Uh, then they finally like release seats on the website. You go on there. You'd like, if you get on the waitlist, it's cool. But they, like the waitlist, like I can't book anything for Monday now because for today, because I, I don't know if I'm if I'm gonna make it. It just says wait list. It just oh. just says like wait list. That's it. So I'm oh. like, all right. So did I? Am I going to the show? And, and it's like we can let you know a month up up to the day it actually is uh uh tapes. I'm like okay. Wow. So as of now Thursday at six thirty, I do not have tickets. Uh, but I'm still on the wait list. So that's all I can tell you about my New York trip so far. Obviously Wednesday, I'll be able to tell you more. Mom, what are some memories you have from going to New York that I hope that are not going to be completely inappropriate? Um, <laughs> Cause it always freaks me oh, out. I was so young, so much fun. I was working at Rich's and I was a fashion coordinator and we'd go there for fashion markets. And it was, and you just- may have to, you may have to describe what Rich's is for some people. Cause I don't even, oh. is that a, was that a Southern thing? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. 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 So riches, riches, um, riches and Macy's, Mm -hmm. they combine. I guess Macy's bought riches, right? Well, Federated bought both of them eventually. But yeah, eventually, uh, first of all, Macy's bought riches. And is that how it goes? Or Federated bought both of them? I can't remember. But anyway, yeah, riches sold out after I left. And I have to say, I was there for six years. 
I made no money. No one makes any <laughs> money in retailing. Yeah. But it was the most fun experience. I mean, it was just so much fun. And we would go to New York every month for, for fashion markets. And the minute we got off the plane, we, you know, we had appointments booked all during the day with all the designers. And then at night, we would party hardy because we had, we knew lots of people that had lots of money or very well connected. What does that and, mean though? What's party hard? Like, like they take oh, me to some of these parties. You go to, you could go to every, any and every club in New York you wanted to go to. I mean, you knew someone, we all knew someone and we would just go to the clubs, go to the finest restaurants. We would stay at, you know, park tavern. And I mean, Tavern on the Green. I'm but sorry. Like what, what did I you mean, do? But like that's 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 not the Nancy Yancey we know. You know ah, what I mean? Like that's no, 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 now, no. This is BK before kids. Yeah, which <laughs> is like it's married. so funny. It's so funny <laughs> to like hear these stories. So you know, you've you've told the story of going to Studio Fifty Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us like a, a typical Nancy Yancey, uh, New York Nancy um, uh, party night. Like, what would that look like? Okay, so it would start at 5 o'clock. We'd go to some tavern. We'd start drinking and having hors d'oeuvres. And then we'd go to some fabulous restaurant around 8 or 9. And we'd have like a, you know, five or six course meal. Wow. Divine food. Who's paying for this? Well, the vendors. The vendors. Oh, the clothes vendors. Yeah. Because they're over here trying to get you to like, okay, kind of like record reps for us. Like that's like how I really like y'all. So record reps for the radio business. And this is, this is how I like had any kind of fancy meals when I was young coming up in radio was because record reps would come in town. I'm sure that every business has probably got these, Mm -hmm. but like they would take you out. They're they're like pushing, you know, new, new music on you or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, I take these just restaurants you would never go to. And y'all, I swear to you, I'd be ordering food. I never, I didn't know what it meant. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it was so like such a treat. Good, so much fun. Because like going out to me back in the day, like Fridays, if I went to like TGI Fridays, like that mm. was like a big night out. If I went to uh, Ryan, uh, not Ryan's, um, uh, Ruby Tuesdays, mm. like that was a big night out. So anytime you had somebody <laughs> pay for it, man, you're just like, you're drinking, you're eating, you're just like, whatever. Oh, I got something to go. They didn't even say, you want something to go to? Like, okay, sure. Like they didn't care. They didn't care. That's mm-hmm. the times have changed now, but that was it back right. in the day. So I get that. Okay. So these people are paying and, for all this and you're just uh, eating all this food. And, okay. and a lot of times we wouldn't order, you know, they would just, the chef would know the people and they would just prepare wow. this incredible menu. Um, <clears throat> so we would do that. We'd have dinner until about, I don't know, 10, 10 30. And then we would go to a club, went to Regine's, went to studio 54, <laughs> you know, other private clubs. And we just yeah. walk in and we dance the night away until it closed, which was three or four in the morning. And then we'd go back to wherever we were staying to our hotel. Or sometimes I stayed with my friend, Nancy, uh, whom I met through a vendor. Yeah. Um, and, We'd get maybe an hour to sleep and we'd start the next day. And I swear to you, I know that so many of those times I had to still be drunk. Well, of course. Of course you were. <laughs> so it would go on that way and for how five old? days. Five days. And how many times, like how many five day stints did you do this for? Oh, it was every month for wow. know, a year or so. Two years. Wow. I don't know. 
I was a fashion coordinator for a couple of years. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, it was uh, so much what did fun. Dad, how did dad feel about that? I don't know. He didn't seem to care. Yeah. I mean, he, he knew that that's, I mean, he knew I was going to come home exhausted. Yeah. And he knew that's part of the culture. I mean, that was the culture. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how to feel about my, my, my new wife, like going up to New York without me and just like parting your ass off the whole week. And then it's like coming back and being like, all right, like this is fine. Right. Like, what? Well, he knew most of the people I worked with. So. Oh, okay. That Makes it a little cool. bit better. Wow. Yeah. It's just so funny to like, know your parents were like that. You know, I mean, well, we I, haven't obviously, always been old and we well, haven't always thinking, like, been parents. <laughs> I know, like I know my hijinks that I got into at that age. And so like hearing you talk about that kind of stuff, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, that That's been crazy. Mid twenties. Yeah. It's super crazy. Yeah, um, so we'll have, obviously I'll be able to give you on Wednesday's show. We have a lot to talk about. We, we have to talk about my mom is getting her info back about her heart. <laughs> Which um, I'm sure is a non-event. Uh, and also, you're going to – what day are you going to Just Love Forest? I'm going on Saturday. It's supposed to be a beautiful day, and it's just the two of us, Brian and I, and we're going to spend basically the afternoon there. And we'll get there about 11, and I'll leave probably 3.30 or 4 so that I can get back before dark because it's a long, a long drive home and so, some, some back roads. I'll explain Just Love Forest to you in case you're new to our podcast. My brother was – uh, high up in the like the digital sales space, right? Um, and then all of a sudden, one day he like gave it all up, sold his house, sold everything, and uh, basically uh, went and bought how many? Seven hundred acres of land? Is that what it is? Fifty. Seven hundred acres of land, and now was doing like just yoga stuff and then therapy, tree therapy and stuff like that. And so my mom is not therapy and spiritual retreats. Yeah. Yeah. So my mom's actually going to experience that for the first time. So we'll have to hear more about that, obviously Mm -hmm. later on in the week as we're, you know, doing things in more real time. Um, I thought we could do for this week though, too, was, um, is talk about holiday memories. All of us have them and this can be interactive too. So feel free to start calling. I'll get your voicemails. Um, but when I say like holiday memories week on our show where we can just take one, you know, one story a day for the next five days and talk about holiday memories growing up. And I want to hear yours too. So please, please interact with this 888 Kramer eight. Like what's the first thing that comes to mind when I say like, like your holiday memories, is there a story? Is there a time that comes to come to mind? I want to tell you a story that my family still loves to tell to this day about the stupid (laughs) alarm. It's clock. Because trick. we couldn't get over on you very often. I swear to you, this is where a lot of my trust issues come from. Was this day alone? <laughs> I'm probably how old, Mom? Ten? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe. So I'll kick off our holidays memory week like this. The story of the of the clock. So young Stephen Yancey, my real name in case you don't know, uh, he was – uh, he loved Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. He he was uh, he was a fan, and every, loved Christmas, every holiday. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, it just it just especially Christmas. It got me so hyped, right? So mm-hmm. I'd I'd always be the first one up on Christmas morning, the last mm-hmm. one to sleep on Christmas Eve. I'd be the kid listening for Santa to come down the chimney. <laughs> you know, uh, uh-huh. yeah. So I um I I would like. Really, like 5 a.m. probably. Was it 5 I would come in there? Mom? Oh, How would that work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I think eventually like they said – They eventually said, like, you've got to wait in your bed until um, – 7. Uh, until 7. Uh-huh. 
And I didn't like that, but you know what? Like, all right. So they, you know, there's. I mean, remember, we wouldn't get to bed till one or two because. Careful. Duh. Careful. uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were busy. (laughs) We were busy. You were busy. Yep. Uh Uh Um, I'm not going to. We had to wait for you to be asleep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) 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 I that's. That topic gives me the most a massive amount of anxiety. I know it like does. I just the second they even come, like, oh, I don't know. I know it does. I know don't it do. does. It's so traumatic. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so that was the rule. Seven o'clock was the new rule, right? And so, but you could tell, like, my parents were still like miserable, and everybody was like miserable because it was still <laughs> seven a.m. I'm like, tired. Yeah, just tired. They're sleepy, right? So one year they completely they they completely faked me out. And was this this is my cousin Greg's idea? Is that what it was? Yes. Uh, what you want to explain what y'all did? <laughs> so Greg, who is your cousin, my nephew, is also just a, a big kid at heart, and yeah, um, he would come on Christmas and sometimes stay for Christmas Eve night, and um, he a Christmas Eve. And he decided that it would be a great idea if we changed the clocks and rolled yeah. them back two hours. Yeah. So that you would think it was seven o'clock, but it would actually be later. Yeah. Um, and so he did that to your clock only, right? Because we knew you'd be in there watching that clock. And. <laughs> we got some extra sleep that way. I'm so mad about that. Then you I wake up and I, I, I remember because the clock in my room, it, it, it hits seven. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's Christmas. Let's go. But then, so we had lived in a two-story house. Right. And as I came down the stairs, I saw the clock on the microwave and it said, it said eight o'clock. And I said, what in the hell? <laughs> oh, it's only one hour. That's right. Yeah, it was one hour. Oh, because it would have been daylight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. like bright as hell outside. Yeah. Y'all, I'm like, well, this, something seems off about this. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad about that. So to this, and I, don't get me wrong. As a, as a parent now, I get it, and, and it's a great, you know. I, I'm sure, like as a parent, that, that would that's it seems genius. Uh, so use it, use it if you must. Yes. But yes. when I comes out, and, and my family still, I swear to God, will we'll still talk about this all the time about how genius they were to pull this off. And I guess it was pretty smart because I literally had no idea, you know. Uh-huh. How, and how could I? How could right. I? You have to just try. This is like when you start to lose trust, though, in humans, because <laughs> things like this happen, and you're like, "What? Like, why would you do that to me?" Um, I can tell you this too: if you haven't listened to Kramer and Jess uh, uncensored from last week, episode fifty-seven, we uh, we talk about the day you found out, uh, the day you found out about uh, you know that that person. Uh, so that's it's a really funny episode because I think everyone can also remember. The exact moments, traumatizing, right? A lot of, a lot of holiday trauma, a lot of holiday trauma like that. So, um, we'll do we'll do holiday memories, Yancey holiday memories all week. So that's uh, we'll start with that one for uh, for this week. Maryland Monday, really quick. Maryland Monday is uh, I say that, that nobody knows anything about Maryland unless you live here, and if you live here, you probably know everything about Maryland. I got a really good one for you today, uh, but the reason I want to do this is because I'm like you. You need to learn about this state. It's tiny, but like there's a lot of cool things that happen over here. Mm-hmm. So Maryland is the birthplace of the Ouija board. Really? Yeah. It was it was made right here in Baltimore. Uh, the original wow. Ouija board was created in the 1890s by Baltimorean. Uh, uh, what's his name? E-L-I-J-A-H. Elijah. E- 
Elijah, why not, that looks so crazy to me. Elijah Bond was the guy's name. Uh, the Ouija board was meant to be a fun parlor game. It wasn't known to be a device to contact the dead until the uh, it was popularized to do this in World War One. Uh, so that was made right here, and the very first Ouija board came from Baltimore. That and uh, cool. now you know the guy Elijah. Why does that, that look? That name looks so weird to me. Elijah Elijah Bond from Baltimore made the very first uh, first Ouija board. All right, Mom, let's get to our quote for today. Okay, it's Ram Das. Let's trade in all our judging for appreciating. Let's lay down our righteousness and just be together. I think that's a great thing to remember for Christmas. Let's yeah. just try not to judge the people in our families, especially that we're with that we don't see so often, and just appreciate them <laughs> for who they are. Is this quote for me? Yes, it is. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you're like, you're two weeks from being home, so please uh-huh. don't judge us. Yes, don't judge us. Just appreciate us for who we are and how much we love and care for you. It's hard, though, sometimes, right? And not even just your family. It's really hard not. And I don't know why we do judge. Like, why do we judge people? I don't know. It's probably some kind of like defense mechanism or nature. ego boost to make ourselves feel better or worse, you know, compared to everyone around us. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it possible for you just to walk into a situation and not judge the person? But I don't know. I don't know if it's possible. Try, try over this month for the Christmas season or the holiday season, excuse me, yeah. to just when you catch yourself judging someone, to pull back for a minute and wonder about them. Wonder what they're experiencing now. Wondering what their life experience has been. Wondering about who they are and why they are who they are. Instead of just jumping to judgment based on our own self-righteousness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like why? Yeah. Doing that. They say, and wait, listen, we all do it. Maybe my we mom judges. Do. I'll catch her, I catch her judging sometimes. I do. Well, we do. I admit That's what I'm it. Saying. Every day. Everybody does it, right? We just do. Yeah. We judge people constantly. Yes. But then to like stop yourself and like why like where is this coming from? Like why right. am I doing this and why yes. am I, what's the purpose of this judgment, you know? So, so just look a little deeper. Yeah. And find some appreciation for who that person is, right? There you go. All right, there's your quote for today. We will take a quick break. Leah is on with our mental health Monday here in just a couple seconds. I've got two awesome holiday gifts for guys, and they're going to go on (laughs) different ends of the spectrum. I'm actually really honored to uh, welcome to our podcast, Manscaped. Manscaped. Uh, If you follow me on social media, you may notice that I am not the most hairless of man, and that goes through my whole entire body. And the reason I bring this up is because I understand that once you get married, sometimes things get a little unkempt at times. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, there's no need to worry anymore because I promise. And listen, I've I I have I have been keeping up body hair since college, uh, so I I know there's many things out there to do it. I friggin' love this lawnmower from uh, from Manscaped. Have you heard of Manscaped before? It's it's the best when it comes to man hair grooming. And uh, ladies, listen, I get it. Like you 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 don't want it to be all all messy down there. So this year, I highly recommend for uh, for a holiday gift, you get the Performance Package 4.0, which is at the top of every man's wish list this year. I promise you. And I uh, I had to obviously use it before I before I talked about it before we brought him on the podcast. Y'all, it's it's good. Like 
is good. We won't get to we'll we'll keep this like PG PG thirteen, but like is good. Like every every inch of my body is like is is good right now. So with the the performance package 4.0, what you're gonna get is the lawnmower body trimmer. It's the best thing that I've ever used for any kind of body hair trimming. You're also gonna get the weed whacker, which is for ear and nose hair. You got the crop preserver, which is the ball deodorant, and you got the uh, the crop reviver, which is the ball toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Y'all, this is real. And you know what's so funny is like they don't take it too seriously. Like Manscaped's done a good job. It's like when you open the package up, it literally says your balls will thank you. And I'm like, yes. Thank you. I really, I appreciate what you're doing here. Your husband, your boyfriend, your, well, let me not your dad. I don't know. You can give it to your dad. Why not? Uh, We'll get a laugh out of this because it really is a great holiday gift. And it's 20% off for everyone that listens to this podcast. Anything from manscaped.com. So go check out that. Uh, They've got all kind of just like four men products when it comes to hygiene that I think you're going to like. They've got, uh, they've got wipes. They've got nail kits. They've got body wash. They've got shampoo. Anything you could think of to buy a guy when it comes to his hygiene. But honestly, y'all, lawnmower is good. It's good. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with Kramer20. It'll be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, for another great man gift, Mac Weldon. Now we're talking on the outside of the end. We're going beyond the body hair. We're going to go to things like well, perfect clothes, slippers, top-notch tops, uh, best-selling bottoms, underwear. Anything, even the scroogiest guy in your life is going to like. Mac Weldon, the holiday heavy lifting has been done for you, especially since we're starting to run low on time over here. And y'all know me. Like, I like to be comfortable. So I was kind of skeptical when they when they sent over some stuff before we brought them on the podcast. I was like, let me, let me try this out. Uh, the Mack Weldon Ace Collection is so comfortably. It's super soft, plush performance fabrics with unmatched style. It's uh, I, I would I would wear these constantly. Like back in COVID, this would have been amazing. But now I'm home lounging around. I'm throwing these sweatpants on. I got some socks. I got some slippers. It's really good. Uh, we have a lot of guys I didn't realize that bought Mack Weldon before we even talked about it. So this is really could be a perfect holiday gift for you, uh, for your husband, for your dad. 20% off your first order. Go to MacWeldon.com slash Kramer. Enter the promo code Kramer. It's MacWeldon.com slash Kramer. And uh, you, promo code is Kramer for 20% off. Mack Weldon. Get it right this holiday season. All right, on Monday, we do our Mental Health Monday on the show. I'm sure you remember this. And by the way, all the certified fan shout-outs, we'll get back to when we're doing the show in real time. So Wednesday, we'll do our shout-outs. And hopefully, don't forget, but I'm hoping we're going to get back to two new certified fans. So text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And don't forget forget to vote for Podcast Magazine as well by texting the word VOTE to 888-Kramer8. Just do one or both of those things right now. Be awesome. Thank you. So Mental Health Monday, we're going to go ahead and get right to Leah. I'm terrible at saying no. Uh, and so we're going to get into that today. Leah is our, our therapist friend and she comes on every Monday. We kind of break down some therapy stuff. Leah Geary. And y'all know me. I'm like a pretty open book. And I I think I'm a lot bolder, I think, in front of the microphone than I'm off the microphone, though. Mm-hmm. And I still have a really hard time saying no sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't even consider myself a people pleaser. I really don't. But there's just certain time. Like I'll give you an example. Because when we're recording this, I, I just got back from Tulum, right? And there would be times where I, I'm with my buddy Dan, my best friend for 30 years now, right? 
Mm-hmm. And there'd be times where I didn't want to do something, but like, I didn't want to tell him that I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to like disappoint him if that's what he wanted to do. And I'm like, like I'm, this is like going through my head and I'm like, I can't wait to get back and talk to Leah about this because I'm sure a lot of us do that, but why? Yeah. And how do we get better at saying no without feeling awkward about it? You know what I mean? So I think we like think almost, well, I think we sometimes compulsively say yes because yeah. of like those insecurities and like people pleasing traits that we have. And it's easier almost to say yes than just you're right. Then the awkwardness and discomfort is saying no. And the potential response of saying no, even if it's just an awkward, like, Oh, okay. Like even if it's just slightly awkward, I think we all dread that. Right. Yeah. Which like, I, yeah. But why do we even, that's the question. Like I, I've done, you know, I've worked on myself now for like three years yeah, and like I, I would say that I know myself pretty well to know what I want and I, what I not, what I don't want. So why is it awkward to say no? Like why is like what is that subconsciousness <laughs> of like I don't even because I don't think th- I'm just like oh I don't want to tell them this because I don't want to you know there's really no there's really no uh, uh, rhyme or reason yeah. but it just it hits me in the pit of my stomach. So what what's like the what's the rationale behind it? the subconscious rationale behind it. I think hurting people's feelings often we don't want to offend hurting people's feelings or offending someone, right? Like even if it's nothing about them that it it's completely unrelated. I think we kind of go into this belief that they're going to be mad at me because of this or this will hurt their feelings. And so I think oftentimes we just think of that right away like the response versus what it actually means to us. Right. Like, and I think, I think for women, especially we're socialized to like be caring and giving and nurturing. Mm. And like, that's how in previous friendships, I think I was walked on a a fair amount of times because because you feel like that's the, the societal. Yeah. I just have to keep giving and giving and give. Yeah. Like Like, don't disappoint because you're not, that's not what you're supposed to do. Gosh, I had this like one friendship. We have talked about it, but I just remember having a hard time. Like they wanted advice all the time and wanting feedback and like they would just call me and I would just like drop everything and it wasn't even a crisis, right? So it was one of those things where – but I think I just had a hard time saying no because like they were going through a hard time. But like there's a a time and a place and also if I'm doing something that's important to me or – and it can wait, which most things can – you have every right to say no. Like I think, right, right, and that's think, it's, it's, when yeah. you think that's what I'm saying. Rationally, I think we can sit here. We can all say, yeah, obviously, Leah, if you're busy, or if there's yeah. something I don't want to go do in Tulum, like I should be able to say no. Like right. I don't want to do that, and like right. that should be okay. But and like if I were to sit down and like sit through and like and, and draw like a little flow chart, <laughs> you know, <laughs> really think through and be like, well, can I pros say and cons list? Right. Pros and cons list. Like if I if I had, but you usually only have a split second, and so I right. think a lot of us will fall into. You know, just just saying, totally. sure, sure, sounds good. Let's do it. Let's go. You know, I know. And I, I recently a good example for me was, I um, we do like so I work at a clinic right now, and we do um, we have like holidays off. Yeah. So, anyways, but we there has to be one person in the office at all times. So like we have to kind of all coordinate around the holidays, and I just am used to not planning a lot in advance. So. I would never like people be like, oh, can you be here on like New Year's Eve or you can be can you be here on Christmas Eve? And I'd always like say yes because I didn't have plans in the moment. And like we were discussing, my family's 
Jewish, but not like practicing. And we do do Christmas like together, but it's not like a big deal. But I think the longest time, because I like was like, well, I don't really, do I celebrate it like everyone else? Like I'm, you know, and I would just like, (laughs) and so then I would like always just kind of like say, sure, I'll work Christmas Eve. And like, I just do it all. But like, did you want to? No. No, And like, and I could be around family still. Like we still do stuff. So it's one of those things too, where I, I just like, I recently was like, no, like I'm going to make plans. And like, even if the plans are just to hang out with my family at, at their house, like that's enough. Like, and right. I, I recently work. said that. Yeah. And I, 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 and I, I consciously had to be like, just because you don't have specific plans or are going out of town this year, doesn't mean you can't get this day off. Right. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't do it, but <laughs> like the instantaneousness of just yeah. saying no, is just, it's like almost rampant. So what do we, what do we do? Like, what can we do to get better about saying no? I think, well, I think just, I think the more we say no, the easier it gets. And it's not easy, but like, it just becomes less, I guess, just less uncomfortable. I think Mm -hmm. it just, we just need to practice it, right? Like anything. And I think too, we tend to just have to justify things. We don't have to justify everything. I think sometimes we think we need all these reasons and we don't. And mm. I think so no, no can be no alone without being no because. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's what we get caught up in. Like, like, you mm. know what I mean? For example, like with my Christmas Eve thing, like, do I really, why do I have to say no? If I like, do, do I get to say no? Like I don't have any plans. Don't have a reason. Like, right. Exactly. Right, right. And like this person wants to go out of town. Like, and so it's almost like there's this guilt if I don't have this like valid or what may, what I think. What would you be feel valid is valid. For that. Right. Exactly. And so I think also to not, thinking too much on justifying it or having it to be a valid reason to someone else. It can just be no for the sake of it. So I think getting used to it and then again, like just not questioning or minimizing the significance of saying no, I think, I think we just do that too often. And I think to avoid the discomfort, if it's not terribly like we don't think they'll think someone else will think it's valid. We'll, we'll often say yes, because mm. we're like, I don't have like a good enough reason, I guess. Right. And I, right. so just getting like comfortable with the idea of I can say no, because it feels right for me. Sure. So the more we do it, the better it's going to feel. And I guess that's probably the easier. Yeah. And I think too. And without when, having a reason, cause you're right. I, th- I think I sit there and I'm like, well, I don't have a reason of why I don't want to do this. I just don't want to do it, but yeah. having it normalizing it being your okay. Preference. Right. Yeah. To just say no because you want to say no, and, I, and that's okay for whatever you, or for no reason at all. Totally, just because, just because I don't yeah. want to work. Period. How about that? Like I don't want to work. So, well, no. I think that like people go on vacation. I think sometimes people just want to relax. So, say it's the one person just wants to like do an activity, and you're just like, I really just want to like lay here. Right. Like, I mean, that's. I think you know, and it's a little more complicated with a trip that's planned. But I think in general, say you have a day, and you're like, I just need the day. Right. I think it, that's okay. But I yeah. think we just have a hard time in society with not. I think we also want to be perceived as selfless. I think nobody wants to. I think there's just like this this fear of right. being that, selfish. That was my thing. Was I was like, oh my god, like I'm going to seem so selfish if on our trip. Yeah. I just want to lay around today. I don't want to do anything. You right. know, like this is our trip. We come all the way down. It was like this whole guilt trip that I played in my head. Yeah. You so know, it feels selfish. Of, I think that's part of it too, right? Like we don't want to be yeah. perceived as selfish or um, – yeah. And it's funny. A lot of people – that's a lot of people's actually reason too is like just not wanting to be perceived a certain way. But I'm like, but you have needs. Like you, right. you can have needs and preferences and that doesn't make you selfish. It just makes you like, I don't know, an individual with your own unique needs. And, and my need was to sit around that day. But that, did I say exactly. no? I did not. 
<laughs> but you luckily, not sit around all day. But you know what's so funny? This is what's even funnier because I'm sure we've all been in that situation too where I don't think he wanted to really do it either. And so, so we were both kind of sitting it? there. Well, I think we were both just – eventually, I forget. I think he it was one that was like, I mean, if you, if you just want to go back, we can just say go back too. You know, it's yeah. fine. I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, if you want to go back, we can just be like, oh, yeah, yeah. If you want to – and it felt like we both kind of wanted to say no, but – Neither like, we're traveling, up, we're here, we gotta, we gotta right. do it. And that's what it felt like. But I was just like, the whole thing, I was just, in my head, I'm like, why am I not saying no? Why am I not I saying no? I just want to go back and do that. So it's okay to say no, people. You can say no, unless you're Leah and, and think, it comes to these recordings. I would also say, too, like, when we talk about, like, <laughs> when we tell, <laughs> it's true, when we talk about boundaries <laughs> and, like, saying no, I think it's, if you feel like you have to, like, it, if you say no and someone reacts, like, in an extreme way, I think that's a sign that you needed to say no. And so I tell a lot of my clients too, if you are change, if you're changing the status quo, so like if you're saying no to someone that's not used to hearing no or having a boundary set and they react in a way that's extreme or maybe um, like there, there might be some pushback that then, then you needed to say no. Like that, that's evidence to me that like it's you're important. deserving of setting boundaries. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. this has been an important episode. So thank you for so doing important. it. And thank yeah. you for not saying no to it, even though I don't know that you wanted to record it, but you did it. And that's no, what matters. I was I was happy. I just spaced on the calendar. We uh, we had a little issue before recording. <laughs> Eight okay. minutes before, I was just like, My hey, what's up? I'm like, uh, it's okay. You're it's technically was in sweatpants typing all day. It's, <laughs> just, uh, it's, it's Hanukkah for you. Break. Right? It's Hanukkah. So we can use that as the excuse. Right? There you go. All right, Leah's got. In the got, spirit uh, of Hanukkah. In the spirit of Hanukkah, the first night of Hanukkah, as we're recording this, yes. Um, let's uh, let's give out how you can find you in a new dating mindfully book ebook coming soon, which we so should mention. We're you all going to buy it. You can find me on social media at Your Modern Therapist, and my website's also linked there at leahagiri.com. And I am in the process of getting this dating mindfully out to purchase as an ebook. So like Q one, you, you think, or like will it be out in December? No, no, no. It's going to be like January, February. Like I just, okay. it's, and the logistical of like the formatting and all that is where I'm like, I'm avoiding it right now. <laughs> You're saying no to publishing it. <laughs> I'm so it's saying fine. no to publishing it right now. Yeah. But it'll, it's, 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 it'll be good. And it's really helpful. It's a good, wow. like, good, like very, you know, ABCs dating for those that need support with dating. Did you say your Instagram yet? Yeah. And what is it? Oh, I did. But at your modern therapist. Say it one more time. One more. <sighs> Just one. You're, <laughs> you're a modern therapist. Thank you. Do you know what a moment of pride it was that like I'm over here now endorsing a uh, a body hair <laughs> trimmer? <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not even trying to be, you know, facetious about that. It's, uh, there's something really funny about that, or fun to me about being able to do that. Hopefully, you'll go check out Manscaped. That's a new uh, one of our new, actually our absolute newest advertisers, Manscaped, and they're trying out the podcast. So, if you're thinking about a holiday gift, I hope you'll go check out Manscaped and uh, get body hair trimmers or anything. It comes in men's hygiene. It's awesome, 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 awesome. I'm sure you've probably seen their commercials elsewhere. But enter the promo code Kramer20 because honestly, if I can be transparent with you, we're kind of testing out our podcast this week. So if you've been thinking about a holiday gift or you think this could be an easy one, thank you for going to check out Manscaped. It's really cool of you. Um, all right. That's it. I'm in New York right now. I don't know what I'm doing. Let me see. Today, uh, I don't know what. It, we didn't really have much planned for today. There wasn't really much of a plan. So 
I don't know. I don't even tell you about it. It's supposed to be rainy today. Oh, anyway, see you back for live shows on Wednesday. And don't forget a new Ask My Mom tomorrow. Have a great Monday. Goodbye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.